recorded during the Plague Year 2020. This is the Andromeda Minute, a show where every episode we go over one minute of the 1971 Robert Wise techno thriller, The Andromeda Strain, one minute at a time. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And this is a return guest, Peter Regan. Uh, it's similar to how Jonathan Harrison uh, was Jonathan Harris on Lost in Space. He was always a special guest star. At the end of his... Uh, yes. Right. Even though well, it's like a series regular. Exactly. Well, I'm like a special guest star. Is that too long a reach for you, Jim, to get? Yes. <laughs> no, no, long, I, I feel it. I feel it. I feel I, it. I, longtime friend and associate of uh, Mr. O'Kane's and currently, oh, what do I do? This and that. Airbnb host in lovely, great state of, of Dahlonega, Georgia. Yes. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, the thing that holds uh, Florida to the rest of the country. They're correct. Thank you so much. Hello. Uh, <clears throat> the, in fact, Jim. Um, yes, and uh, we are uh, in the mountains here, and we just had a, a terrific race today. It's six mile gap, uh, so it's a very exciting time to be up here in uh, Georgia. Wow, thrilling! How many participants? Uh, several thousand. So wow, it's, it's wow, a, it's impressive! A, so All this wearing been, masks, I hope. Then yeah, <laughs> exactly. See if it could be. Here's your social distancing, right? Um, well, Jim, thank you so much. This minute really, for me, was the uh, human um, component. Where you know, with the nurse talking, uh, she was she brought to the, the movie uh, uh, the human element. Yeah, I was laughing because of all the people for yes. to try and have a, a down to earth conversation with that doctor is, is not it, you know, Mr. Sarcasm, you know, when no, he really zero bedside. Uh... Yeah, thank God, an expert. Oh, great! This is the time to be have sarcasm. Thank you, Mister. But uh, no, when she was talking about drilling for three months, and he's like, "Yeah, so what?" I, I, I've got the key to the nuclear bomb, and I don't even know where you're put, supposed to put this key. So, so what for your drilling? <laughs> but I, I just very, I found it very funny. I go, you know, I, I know his character is what painted to be unlikable. This, yes, this this wise this Weisenheimer who uh, thinks he knows it all. I go, wow, this is the guy you want to have the uh, keys to the bomb. Um, Mr. Sarcasm, who thinks he knows everything, but still can't figure out how the nuclear bomb system works. Nice going. But uh, th- this was an interesting minute uh, from because you have a, a secondary character uh, monologue, monologuing a little bit. Yeah, explain. Well, yeah, do, doing all that nice uh, exposition and stuff. And she's supposed to be a great nurse, but apparently she thinks it's okay to leave a baby on a gurney that didn't have any side rails. <laughs> well, you know, Dr. Spock says you get tough love. You got to really, if they can't, yeah. you know, if they can't fend for themselves from the word go, we got to move this along. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I thought there, the, there was a very funny part about this whole thing where she's talking about um, that the drilling was uh, like a game. And they brought in live subjects. But then she qualifies the live subjects as being, quote, 
what chip? Well, they were germ warfare, right? With uh, yeah. volunteers, live volunteers. Right, volunteers, exactly. So you had live subjects, but they were, quote, volunteers. As opposed to, I'm sorry, uh, I thought that we beat the Nazis in World War II. Well, who else would you be bringing in? You know, <laughs> you will be a volunteer. <laughs> you will be a live subject. It doesn't mean get in there and catch this disease. But I thought it was very funny. Yeah, how... and the other the other thing I wondered about was, well, when she said live volunteers, like it was a big deal. Does that mean that they gave them, you know, anthrax or something and said, here, you figure it out and try to cure them. Good luck. <laughs> right. You've got one day. And uh, now, mind you, if you do, if something happens to you, we will give you a bump up in pay uh, for, <laughs> for your time with us. But I, I thought it was very interesting how when she was – and I get the whole thing about drilling for three months of this game – but I did find it was a very, not in the context of her saying they had live subjects, they were, quote, volunteers throughout the whole process. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, anybody, anybody upstairs from the agricultural center who just disappeared overnight and didn't know there was a, <laughs> there's a bio war game going on downstairs. It's like, hi, yeah. you've just been volunteered. Yeah. Get that guy with the sandwich by the gate. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> yes. we, we know he's he's a troublemaker, so let's take care of this. All right, yeah, perfect. But uh, no, yeah, it was it's, it's it's not about the barley. Yes, but then of course she continues her uh, her um, uh, dialogue with saying how she's scared. You know, trying to bring yeah, in that's because she's a woman. <laughs> right, 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 right. He only thing missing with the doctor was for him to go up to her and go, "They're there now." And, uh, yeah, here. Uh, why don't you go go to lay down in the uh, the fainting room? Yeah. <laughs> now, Jim, you, you've got the IT tech background, right? Yes. 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 Don't worry. It's 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 a safe question. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the I, I love uh, computers from this era. I mean, those keyboards were made from steel. You know, you could. Oh yeah, yeah. You could. You could. You mount them on the on the deck of an aircraft carrier and land ships, land, land planes on them. Right, you could drop it from the top of the Empire State Building. Not that you would, by the way, and you you could no. kill somebody. I mean, so when yeah. you see when you see her going over there and you hear the that that tactile content there, tick, tick, tick. I mean that that is the real deal when it comes to a, uh, a computer. Now, mind you, um, are you familiar with that model or how that worked? Uh- I think it's a Data General. I think they, they were donated by Data General, or it could be Perkins Elmer, who is now out long out of the computer business. But it's uh, one of the things I noticed, gosh, the memories that this brings back of a 300 baud modem, the, the speed that it's typing things out, that just feels back in the days of the acoustic-coupled, uh, which I'm sure you must have used in the early uh, hotel business with dialing up and watching something fill out a screen. Well, Jim, on uh, a flashback to your youth and mine, you brought me to the Thomas Watson Research Center. Ah, uh, yes, in Yorktown Heights, New York. Right, and you, you and a few other people that will remain nameless because we haven't talked to them in years, so who knows if they would want their names mentioned. But you, um, you invited me in there, and we went into a, a computer room, like in their basement. And yes. You, um, in fact, believe it or not, I still have one of those original printouts from our time. There. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, wow. if you want, I can save it. Yeah. Uh, I'll overnight it to you so you can have a. Oh, it's, it's okay. No, no. I, I need you to save it for the Regan Memo- Memorial Museum. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, Karen, Karen can but put a small caption. Yeah, I, I just remember us uh, going down. I don't, even, I don't even believe we were escorted. I think we just walked in, and we walked down to this, this room. And we went by yes, this Yes, room. a giant, giant air-conditioned computer room. Yes, and we went by this gigantic machine. And it was the size of two or three cars. And I remember, you don't remember this, but I do. Uh, I remember turning to you going, what is that? And you said, that, that's a laser printer. And we're, wow, a laser, how <laughs> cool is that? See, for those young listeners, uh, back in those days, that was a big deal, a laser printer yeah. in the 70s. But before it was used to uh, torture cats, lasers were used for, for printing large documents. Documents, but this thing, boy, I, mean, yeah. I remember it making a humming noise, like, wow, I wish we could see the, the paper that's being printed from that thing. But uh, anyway, I think I'm digressing. But uh, no, I like how they. No, they no, had, I understand. It, they, they had the pen attached to the monitor, uh, and I'm like going, "That yeah. is interesting that they had that capability at that point." Of how did that work, where the light was going to the yeah, monitor? Yeah, well, much like uh, if you've ever played Duck Hunt on the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System, yes. the uh, the the light pen that he that that she was picking up wasn't it didn't have a light on it it had a receptor and it would match the horizontal oscillator of the video card so whenever whenever you pointed at the screen it would know where on the screen you were pointing based on where the uh, cathode ray was scanning so it would just pick it up and match it with the time and say oh you're in this part of the screen or you're in that part of the screen and uh it's a pretty neat technology for 1970 very good um, is that similar to pod uh, yes, well, not not Pong. Did, Pong just used a potentiometer, but uh, this, yeah, this this was it, it worked. You know, it, it it later developed and wound up in everybody's home and their Nintendo. Inter- you know, if you if you weren't playing uh, Super Mario Brothers, you were playing Duck Hunt with a little gun that was actually just a, a photoreceptor. Correct. We had and, one. Uh, we tied. Yeah, we it, we had it tied into our T our Magnavox Black and White TV, and uh, uh, turned to channel three. Right, right. And I'm sorry. What was the device? <laughs> What was it called again? Photoreceptor. No, words, no, no. You, the light that was coming pod, from. You just said the word. Oh, pod- nin- oh uh, wait, let me see. Uh, Pogmonomer? Pog what? Photometer. Photometer. Nice. Photometer, okay. yes. It measured light. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to uh, drop, it, have to drop that in my dinner conversation with my sister tonight. So I was looking yes. at my photometer the other day, and I was like, Wow. I'm not sure this is calibrated correctly or not. So just, uh, when, when they don't understand what yes. I'm talking about, I'll look at them with a, uh, an air of incredulity. Uh, just just say, don't you listen to podcasts? <laughs> don't you listen to the Andromeda Strain podcast? What, what's going on with you? But no, um, this is an interesting minute, though. You've got her talking about giving you the background of how, I guess, Wildfire is, by her hints, is relatively new. Yeah, I mean, it was it. Well, we know that it's 1971, but this is this is supposed to take place in January of 1971, and Doctor Stone didn't write his letter to uh, Nixon about building wildfire until the end of 1969. It was sometime around October, November of 1969. So basically, all of 1970 was taking up digging a five-level uh, basement and you know hiding a nuclear bomb at the bottom, and then covering it with a barley farm. 
But so I mean, that's relative. I would think that's relatively goal. quickly. Yeah. Like, well, you know, when you've got lots of money, you can just it, you can do whatever. It, whatever. It, about, too bad we can't go back to the moon. But that's another story. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, they could have, except they had to build wildfire. <laughs> wildfires. The reason why we weren't able to go back to the moon. Thanks, Neil. For nothing. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you're you're ba- you're basically looking at Apollo's nineteen and twenty right here. Right, it's a blood analyzer. Oh, but it, is it uh, also Apollo eighteen though? Correct. Yes. Apollo eighteen did not go to the moon. No, Apollo eighteen was uh, it was simply uh, cannibalized and turned into Skylab. Oh my God, Skylab! And then they didn't have the um, solar panels uh, extend correctly. Yes. And then they had to put some um, kind of tarp from Home Depot outside to shield the temperature. Yes. Yeah, that, that's I'm exa- right. I'm it, exaggerating it, it, about the Home got, Depot. No, but you're right. You're, you know, that, that's pretty much how, how they how they handled it. Um, we got to talk about the, uh, the, the the blood that's being ordered here, the, the yes. medical analysis. And so uh, the first – the counts that they're getting is – uh, red blood cell count, which is you know your blood, figuring out whether you uh, whether you have the right amount of hemoglobin in your body. Right. Uh, the second one, second one is reticulocyte count, and what that is is that's uh, those are immature red blood cells that don't quite work, and what that what that comes back with is it'll tell you that you either receive radiation or chemotherapy, or um, you could be suffering from anemia. So they probably want to order that and uh, and find out what's going on there. So you, your medical background is really coming to fruition there. How well, it's you? no mostly just my knowledge of Wikipedia. <laughs> it's and and you know I used to I used to have to do this with my mom when she was at the nursing home and right. they'd hand me what her latest blood thing was and of course the doctors and the nurses uh, don't always look at it right off the bat, but I could look at it and tell if she was anemic or not. That was the only the only thing I know about blood counts is my mom's like three different uh, levels of uh, what kind of blood problems there are. Nice. So uh, yeah. anyway, it's a uh, intriguing, intriguing stuff. Well, um, I think this minute then bridges from you know, now they're uh, about to get into the process of trying to figure out what's wrong with them. But you are you are correct. I remember watching, rather looking into the screen, the old man has a pillow, but the baby is just by themselves there. Right there on the... Yeah, just the wrapped dirt. up in the hope that, she, yeah, the baby won't roll over or something. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't want yeah. to call me uh. Dr. Osha here, but it certainly doesn't seem very safe. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that was the problem. What do I know, you know? My doctor Spock. Do I, am yeah. I an expert on how babies are supposed to be you know, left on beds? I'm kinda. I think that you would probably have it set up a little bit differently than this. But yeah, yeah it must have like they, don't they have a crib anywhere in the place? I just I, maybe there's no daycare at their facility, but it's still. Yeah. I the other thing. Well, I, I keep noticing about how Doctor Hall is trying to assert dominance that he's the man in charge and he keeps you know throwing stuff. It's no game and blah blah blah. And how do I do this and you know, he's treating her like the secretary, and she's yeah. doing her best not to roll her eyes. But it's like, well, here's she's how, the, here's how I, you work it, you nitwit. Yeah, well, I like the part where, again, going back to, she's explained to him that, um, you know, she has been working in them. And she says, we've been drilling for three months. And, of course, a sarcastic 
thank God for an expert. Really, Dr. Hall, is that your way of what? <coughs> Bonding with your your assistant to get through this? Uh, I mean, this thing's sort of new to me. Well, I'm sorry, doctor. Isn't it absolutely brand new to you? <laughs> and you didn't know it existed <laughs> like X number of hours before. So it's more than sort of new to you. It's brand new to you. Uh, so it is yeah, interesting. I mean, I'll, sure. I'll be in charge here. Right, right. Let me go sit in front of this. But when she has, when he, um, when she, she, he sits down in front of the uh, computer and she uh, talks about how he's supposed to order, um, she gives him the, uh, the, what do you call that? It's like the light pen. pen. Light and, pen. Yeah, he's like, hmm, I'm sorry, is there a problem with this? Uh, <laughs> he's like, hmm, 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 okay, fine. So, not not my favorite. Yeah, no, he's just just trouble. Anyway, I mean, there's no monkey, there's no elevator. I mean, it's okay this minute, but it doesn't do anything else for me except it showcases technology in 1970. Yeah, and he should have been like down on his knees thanking his lucky stars that Paula Kelly would appear in the same movie as him, because she was. I mean, she was way ahead of him on the, uh, you know, things I've done. She did. Uh, you know, she did Sweet Charity, and it's like she was big on that. And I think she was a whole movie ahead of him at the time. Really? See? Yeah, it, yeah. It, that's the advantage of IMDb. Thank you so much. But, no, I mean, she, she plays a good character. I mean, I think the funny thing about the whole process here, and I know it's a supporting role, but, I mean, she does uh, she does add context of, you know, a, Dr. Hall is kind of like, um, I don't know how to put it. Uh, aloof. There you go. He doesn't seem. Yes. He doesn't uh, strike me as having the human component here. It's more of he's like going through the process of okay. Well, I'm the doctor, so just stand back. I'll take care of everything. Yeah, yeah. You just hold my coat. Hold she's, my. Yeah, she's not having any. Yeah, and just explaining explaining the basics of this is blood. These are the protein. Te- you know, test. You know, here, here. Let me. You know. Put, put out your big finger and you know uh it's just very frustrating you know but i don't know i just i i like paula kelly is a great actress i mean I, I think most people know her from night court but she just you know she's acting circles around him even though he, he's got a miserable part but he's not acting it anything more than about you know a quarter inch deep she's all the way to the bone the person right. that she is in this in this movie Another Karen, by the way, Karen. Yeah, they're Karen Anson. That's her character's go. name. There you go. So anyway, she she uh yeah, it, all in all, a good minute, but it just feels too much like a tutorial on how to use the light pen. Yes, yes. And, yes. Uh, and but the at the show... time, at, at at the time, it yeah, it at the time it was the future. Yes. So well, it was exciting. Know, the future begin. The future starts now, Jim. Yeah, exactly. That was that was uh, wow. a, that well, was the lo- a logo at my school, uh, Marist College in Poughkeepsie, New York. Your future begins at Marist College. Wow, thank you. Were they right? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? I'll go with that. But uh, Jim, thank you. Yeah. This is this uh, this minute really made it for me. I really appreciate you uh, having me involved well, because I'm I'm going to go look up the computer right now and see. What, more about this data general behemoth and see where I can get okay. myself. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's probably on eBay, I would think, you know, plug it in and you'll probably need a 220 line for it. And it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty, uh, the, and also the, the thing that bugs me most about this is I know they didn't keep, you know, they, they didn't build separate sets. So this is just a rebuild of the other set where they're taking apart the, you know, they're taking apart the satellite. It's the same insides. They just put in different tables and, uh, well, Jim, they, I mean, they should have made it a little bit different they... looking. How much they coin they spent in that stainless steel room, and then the room where they oh yeah uh, they got plugged their suits into that pedestal. All the coin was oh yeah. I mean, I, I I watch I watch HGTV. I know how much stainless steel anything costs. So it's you know, <laughs> good thing it wasn't a six gas six burner gas grill. All right. Well, anyway, you did you did you did a great great kickoff episode here for for this week, and uh, thank you very much. Oh for yeah. Folks who've missed any of the, pre- you did you did you I came did. in sh- it's swinging. So, uh, <laughs> but if you want to hear any of any of Peter's previous episodes, and there's many of them out there, go out to uh, andromedaminute.com and just download everything there. You can listen to those, or you can find us on uh, places like Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify, or now on Amazon Music. So if you can you can tell Alexa to go uh, play. Andromeda in a minute, and she'll come up with uh, with these episodes. So check that out. Uh, we will return on Wednesday with more of Peter and me uh, talking about uh, these crazy old timey uh, teletype thingies. But uh, join us then. In the meantime, please wash your hands, uh, uh, wear a mask, and uh, what's the third one? Oh, stay six feet apart. Six feet apart is what. Right. And we're staying a lot more than six feet apart, so we're doing good. All right. Well, we'll see you here next time on the Andromeda Minute. Very flattering. We don't know much more than when we got here.